everyone. Welcome to the Shelf Care Interview, an occasional conversation series where Booklist talks to book people. This Shelf Care Interview is sponsored by Capstone Young Readers. I'm Maggie Reagan, Senior Editor at Booklist Books for Youth, and today I'll be speaking with Sadia Faruqi. Sadia Faruqi is a Pakistani-American writer, interfaith activist, and cultural sensitivity trainer featured in O, the Oprah magazine. Author of the Yasmin chapter book series, Sadia also writes middle-grade novels such as Yusef Azim is Not a Hero and other books for children. Sadia is editor-in-chief of Blue Minaret, an online magazine of poetry, short stories, and art. Besides writing, she also loves reading, binge-watching her favorite shows, and taking naps. She lives in Houston with her family. Ali the Great and the Market Mishap, written by Sadia Faruqi and illustrated by Debbie Romalia, is available now along with three other books in the Ali the Great series from Picture Window, an imprint of Capstone Young Readers. Sadia, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here and talk about Ali. Well, why don't you kick things off by introducing us to Ali and his family? I know they're in four books right now that all came out at the same time. So what can you tell readers about their adventures? Yes. So Ali the Great is a brand new um, early reader series for fans of my earlier um, early reader series that more people, I think, uh, probably know because she's been around for a while, the Yes Main book. And Ali the Great is actually a crossover, you could say, because Ali is a character in the Yasmin series. Uh, he is Yasmin's friend. And now the new series, Ali the Great, has some glimpses of Yasmin and the rest of their gang as well. But it focuses on him and his family and his, his escapade. So I said early reader series this year, we had four come out, Ali the Great and the Martin Mishap, like you said. But there's also Ali the Great and the Dinosaur Mistake. Ali the Great and the Heat Party Surprise, and Ali the Great and the Paper Airplane Flop. So all to do with a cool, funny, you know, adventurous second grader named Ali and his friends and his family. I really love all the different sides we get to see of Ali in Ali the Great and the Market Mishap. So he gets to be this rambunctious kid with his grandparents, but when his mischievous little brother's on the set, he's more of a caretaker. And I know in an interview you did with us last year, you mentioned that Yasmin uh, was loosely based on your daughter. So I'm wondering where did the inspiration for Ali come from as you were developing him more in these books? Ali's been a part of the Yasmin world since day one. She was there in the original, the first um, Yasmin books, and now there are 20 books, and he's still there. So I didn't really make him or create him or his character by scratch now. He's been there, but just not as developed, obviously, since he was a side character. And yes, Yasmin is based on my daughter. The other characters originally were just, you know, just people that she knew and, and friends she was with. So when I had the opportunity to create this new series with with giving Ali his own full, you know, fully developed uh, personality, I just, I knew it, it, he had to be very different. And he is very different from Yasmin, even in the Yasmin book. So he's where she is serious and, and always worried and concerned and wants to help and, and be a good girl. He's kind of, you know, often getting in trouble, always telling jokes. He's got this, you know, list of jokes always at the ready. Um, and he is sometimes gets in trouble, sometimes is less than responsible. So that was not something new. 
And definitely he is not based on, you know, a kid of mine. I do have a son, but he's not, he wasn't like a league growing up at all. Maybe, maybe a little bit in terms of the fact that he was related to dinosaurs and Ali is also related to dinosaurs. I got this idea for the series because a lot of people wanted a quote-unquote boy book. And I was um, a bit concerned because, yes, we awesome and boys can definitely read her all day long. But there were um, several people who reached out to me over the years and asked if I could write a book about a boy main character that would hopefully become as popular as Yasmin. And so I thought that Ali would be the best character to maybe see if that would happen and give would give my readers, you know, what they're looking for. So fingers crossed that that happens. So you've written just such a wide range of books for kids, for adults, and early chapter books, I think, are a really specific art. They're for an audience that's probably not super confident reading on their own yet. And language plays a really big role in these books. And you're incorporating two languages into the Ali books, English and Urdu. For readers who haven't seen them yet, there is a little glossary at the beginning of these books of some of the Urdu words that are used. And can you talk about how you approached using both of those languages for emerging readers into these books as you were creating them? Yeah, first of all, I just want to assure readers there's the very little Urdu, which is maybe a word or two here and there. So it's not like a reader who's just starting to read English should feel worried that they won't be able to pick it up because it's got multiple words in another language. It's maybe one or two words, maybe three words every book. And it's very similar to a Yasmin book. So if you've ever read a Yasmin book, you'll know it's the same way. There's, you know, there's a word like Salah. Uh, which means hello, or John, which means my love and darling, which um, her dad always calls her. So, so it's it's very much based on context clues, which our kids are so smart, they know how to pick it up. And they, uh, they can read a sentence or look at the pictures and really understand what's going on, even if it's a different word in a different language. So it's very much play, the placement of those words are such that there will be no trouble. I'm I'm very confident in understanding and if you do then definitely like you said there's a glossary that explains that but you know this is the reality for a lot of our readers Uh, so many of our readers are bilingual or even multilingual there are so many of our young children today who are speaking a different language at home this is the this is the reality for a very large percentage of my readers and so I think that we have to give them credit that they can they can figure it out. And if you really are from a family that only speaks English all the time and uh, don't have any exposure to other languages, then I think it's cool that you get to learn, you know, one or two words that you can use at home and show off that you know another language. So I don't think it will be a problem at all. But I wanted to reflect the reality of a lot of my readers, where they are from immigrant families, from families of um, mixed background, mixed heritage, and um, honor that as well. One of the real joys of series books, I think, is the continuity. We've got series that have run for like years and years, and readers really get to grow up with the characters. We've got four adventures for Ali right away, and readers who have read the Yasmin books will have already gotten to know him through those. So readers just get to return to these same characters again, and I think it provides like a really solid framework for people who might not be like, comfortable with the concept of reading yet. Mm-hmm. I think every parent probably knows the name Junie D. Jones, so it's really a cultural touchstone. But are there other chapter book heroes you can imagine Ali hanging out with other than Yasmin, or are there just books that you return to while you were writing? 
That's a great question. I when my kids were little, I think I read a lot of of these early readers. So I I know that now in the space of the last four or five years, a lot of new characters have come up, a lot of new series have started. But again, there they seem to be fewer boy characters, which may be one of the reasons why I got asked a lot to write the series. My favorites have always been the classics. You know, they're like you said, Judy B. Jones. My daughter loved reading her as a kid. So that was always that was always my my go to. But I wanna say that Yasmin is is for me, she's she's a favorite because not just because she's my creation, but also because she's got this very specific uh, her personality, her characteristics, they resonate with so many readers. And that's that's very obvious to me because I get so many messages um, all the time about uh, from Yasmin readers about how they, they feel that she is like them. She's one of them, even though they may not share exact you know background with her. And I think that it's the same. Uh, Ali, if he was uh, you know hanging out, I think he would hang out with with Yasmin a lot because he does in in the books too. Or if he wanted to, I think that you know maybe one of those um, superhero characters would be right up his alley. But I honestly, you know, don't care what you read as long as you keep reading. The kiddos out there, they want a large variety of books. And and I'm glad that we're providing them. All of us authors are working towards that. So who naturally plays a big role in Ali the Great and the Market Mishap? You even include a brief index of Pakistani treats at the end. I'm wondering a little bit about the thought process that went into the food you chose to highlight in that book. And also, what are your snacks of choice while you're drafting? Well, yes, food is a big part of all of my books. Any book that you read of mine, whether it's an early reader, whether it's a middle grade novel, whether it's a graphic novel, you will find mentions of food and cooking and eating. And uh, I think, obviously, I I love food and eating, so that's a personal preference of mine. But also, um, I write books about the immigrant culture, about people who are from, quote-unquote, somewhere else. And that's a very big part of you know, what you bring to another country when you move, which is you don't have a lot, but you have your memories and you have your food and recipes. And, and you you know, when you get to a new place, this is the first thing that you kind of use to try to feel a little bit of the familiar and establish those new traditions in, in your new homeland. And so to me, whenever I'm writing any story, putting in those those dishes that I grew up with and my kids are growing up with and then having those snacks or or those parties or those just the wealth of recipes that are out there are really important to me because they're so natural and average and normal for everybody. It's not something special or unusual. Um, in Ali the Great and the Market Mishap specifically, Ali does something that I've done so many times with my kids which is go to the South Asian market, the, well, you might call it the Indian market or the Pakistani market, but every culture has their market. And, you know, you go there, often your kids are interesting, they want certain snacks, and then it's a whole thing. So it's an experience that, you, that we all share. But when I'm writing, I don't actually like to eat. It distracts me. I, that's my reward for once I finish. Great. Well, what's coming up next for you? Definitely more Ali the Great books. I'm working on new ones. And once those are confirmed and the covers are revealed, we'll, we'll showcase those. And also more Yasmin books. And the adventures continue. I, I'm looking forward to seeing how readers kind of respond to Ali, especially. And 
I hope that it's a positive move for the series to to be, you know, continuing the Yasmin books, but also uh, having this crossover for for a little bit of a different audience. And um, so, yeah, that I'm c- continuing to write these these two characters and these two worlds, which kind of overlap a lot and looking forward to what's in the future. Amazing. Well, we're looking forward to seeing more from both of them and from you. Thank you so much for chatting with me. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to the Shelf Care interview. This interview was sponsored by Capstone Young Readers, publisher of Ollie the Great on Shelves Now. Happy reading. Happy reading.